Hello, hello guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I am, I don't even know how to explain how nervous I am right now because I'm currently speaking on a new mic because before I was kind of using like AirPods or my Apple headphones, like the ones that come in the new cases. And now I am literally using a real podcast mic so this is quite nerve-wracking but you know what i am here for it and i absolutely love it so much so i'm excited and i thank god for this blessing and we are going to dive into today's podcast because i have been waiting a good minute honestly waiting such a good minute to give this topic to you guys it's something that Although I wanted to teach it really badly, I needed to learn it on my own. I really needed to learn about our title today, which is Humility and Grace. It is the battle against yourself, humility and grace. So I'm not going to waste any time. We're going to go right into it. And I cannot wait to reveal what God has shown me within my own journey in getting to know humility and grace. So in our last podcast, we spoke on the battle we face against our own flesh. It was a very general perspective of the struggles we face when we don't put effort into rising up again. We know we're going through all these experiences where our atmosphere seems to be messing up our walk with Christ. There's a lot of disorganization and chaos that just consumes our minds where we can't focus on Christ. So in the midst of this pressure, we have to make the decision to not give up, not run away, and not turn our eyes from Christ, but instead use the authority of our spirits to combat our flesh. I loved this podcast simply because it's surrounded on a certain phrase I learned a while ago, yet it remained with me and it's really helped me throughout my own struggles. Set my feet upon the sea till I'm dancing in the deep. Anytime I feel like my life is drowning me, my prayer is God, help me still dance in the deep. It has its own little meaning just because I learned it from this specific song I learned during a fast I had been doing and it really inspired me in a way and it just opened my mind to this specific visual that I did talk about in the last podcast. So if you would like a greater understanding on that, please feel free to go check out The Battle Against Yourself, Dying in the Deep. So for today, we will be focused on humility and grace, these two powerful characteristics that are meant to be instilled into our hearts, but at times can be avoided because of our flesh. So before we go into anything, let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for this moment. I thank you for providing me with this word for humbling my heart, for letting me go through this experience and getting to know grace and humility. 
Father, I ask that you continuously humble my own heart and that you humble the hearts of those who are listening right now. God, teach us how to be more like you. Father, teach us how to carry a heart that has fruit that comes from your spirit, Father. Let us continuously work towards being more like you. Mold us through this word. Let us vulnerably hear you. Let us open our eyes to the truth that you want to reveal to us, Father God. And let us apply it to our lives so we can go on this journey with passion and with humility and grace. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. And in Jesus' powerful name, I pray. Amen. All right, so I, before anything, before I do give you the main verse, I want to encourage you to read all of Romans 12. Unfortunately, I will not be covering all of Romans 12. I did read all of it and it kind of gave me different lessons within it. But there's one verse I want to focus on that it does open the eyes to why God has said the other verses. And I will definitely give an overview on the lessons from those. But if you want an in-depth study, which I highly recommend because it is completely eye-opening, I encourage you to go read Romans 12. I normally read it in the New Living Translation, which is the NLT. So I encourage you to grab your Bible, or even if you don't have a Bible, go into Bible Gateway. And you can search that up on Google, and you can look up all of the verses that we're going to kind of give an overview of. But So you can really gain understanding on what God is teaching us through this chapter. But our main verse today, and it's a known one, but definitely eye-opening in the sense of what we are talking about today it is romans 12 verse 2 and again it is in the nlt version and it says don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let god transform you into a new person by changing the way you think then you will learn to know god's will for you which is good, pleasing, and perfect. Now this single verse helps me dissect the meaning within every other verse within this chapter. The moral of the entire chapter is telling us to live honorably and let every action we take be through humility and grace. The main action that is spoken about is surrounding forgiveness and love that we need to carry for others. God has made it clear over and over again how he feels about love. Through this specific chapter, we learn that God wants us to use his overwhelming love that he gives us so we can be different than this world and reflect a newly transformed character that is pleasing to the will he has for us. It seems like a simple request, but later we learn how his desires for how we love is different than what we have been taught by this world. All of the actions he wants us to pursue carry humility, 
and grace. So although they both kind of go hand in hand, I want us to define both. So please, if you're taking notes, feel free to write this down. So the definition of humility means reflecting, expressing, or offering a spirit of respect. And in parentheses, I did add, it is freedom from pride and arrogance. Now, grace means it is the favor of God, which is generous, free, and totally unexpected and undeserved. I added in parentheses that it is mercy. So after hearing both of the definitions, honestly, humility sounds manageable. Despite it forcing us to push aside pride, it seems easier to give, carry, or reflect other than grace, which on the other hand is the favor of God. Now, how can we reflect the actual favor of God? By using humility and willingly being humbled. Through humility, we can provide others with the same mercy God has provided us. We are capable of loving others in a way that is unexpected, undeserved, and generous through a humble heart. This is exactly how we can pursue every action or example God has said in his word. God has asked us, with humility and grace, we can forgive others, we can love those who hate us, we can genuinely and wholeheartedly love each other, we cannot be lazy, we cannot be full of ourselves, we can be in peace with everyone and never be vengeful. Now, I know at first listen, you may confidently say that you will not be able to pursue half of these actions. And I would totally be on board with not putting effort into fighting against your fleshly desires that contradict these requests. Yet I firmly believe that your level of motivation will just accelerate after reading the title of this chapter. The title is A Living Sacrifice to God. And in other versions, it's Dedicated Service, The New Life in Christ. Dedicate your lives to God. And it keeps going from there. But it is clear that in order to live for God, we must love in a way that seems impossible. Thank God for his mercy that he willingly lives in us through spirit so we can live for him. Through him, this fruitful character comes naturally, but it takes humbling our flesh so we can feed our spirits and actively reflect the love of God. So you might ask, how do we reach the type of humility God wants us to carry when all we want to do is provide others with what we have learned from society? So personally, I can only speak from my own personal experience. And through my experience, society has taught me, and this is one example, if a friend betrays you, you make their betrayal known 
you turn everyone against them and you wish nothing but struggle over their lives. Although in the moment of hurt, it was easier to dwell in anger, a part of me actually felt sad for them. Like I wanted nothing more but to cry with them and have them be vulnerable with me. This happened because I asked God to give me his eyes. Viewing the situation through my own eyes left me hopeless, confused, and constantly angry. I humbled myself and reached for God's perspective of them, and I felt their pain. I finally understood why I needed to love them before using their actions against them, even if their actions hurt me. One of the hardest things I have had to do within this specific situation was loving the person from afar while having them not love me. Do you realize how much that hurt? Having to love a person who hurt me and still hurts me because they don't desire to have peace with me, but still choosing to sit in humility and grace because God asked me to look through his eyes and love them regardless. A living sacrifice to God is when we choose to willingly reject what would feel good and acceptable to this world. This is how we worship God. When we battle against our minds and our desires in order to reflect his love and mercy to everyone, despite the circumstance. When we choose to forgive when everyone is pointing fingers, when we choose to help up the same person everyone pushed down, when we truly and wholeheartedly devote our time to letting God drown our hearts in his unconditional love with the intention of giving that love to your enemies. When we choose to pray for those who wish us blessings and for those who curse us. God is a God of unbelievable forgiveness and mercy. Don't you think that if you didn't deserve that mercy and he still gave it to you, that you have no right to withhold that mercy from others who don't deserve it? This world's logic is selfishly fair, while God's wisdom is selflessly fair. We are taught to only love those who love you, to forgive those who prove their goodness to you, and be prideful. Be proud of being prideful, because that is called independence. God actually teaches us the complete opposite, and this is why he says, do not copy the customs of this world because carrying this logic while trying to follow christ disables you from being able to reflect a heart like christ which means you would only have the title of a christian but you wouldn't be able to live like one and not living like one takes out being a living sacrifice for god therefore you wouldn't be able to worship him This is the true form of worship. The battle against yourself for humility and grace goes so much deeper than being loving like Christ. This is literally how you can worship God, humbling yourself, 
letting go of what the world has taught you and carrying humility and grace so you can reflect a loving character inspired by Jesus. This way, we are definitely set apart from this world. We do actions that seem ridiculous to this world, but they glorify God, so it is beyond worth it. I read verse 21, which is the last verse of this chapter, and it says, Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Conquer your flesh by letting the Holy Spirit in you convict you in a way that helps you move by wisdom. This way your mind doesn't abide by worldly logic, but instead it asks the Holy Spirit what is right and wrong. This is humility, and only through humility can we love, forgive, care for, and be patient with everyone despite what they say or do. Please understand that humility does not mean that you're lacking authority. I want to touch on this because I know that some may think that all of these actions and all of these requests, they seem too nice. Now, I'm not saying to let people push you around, but when they push you, do not push back. Instead, call for God's eyes and ask Him what to do. Regardless, the action will always require love. Sometimes it will require truth, spoken love, while others, it will require a humble love. But at the end of the day, your goal should always be to be molded and transformed by God. So although loving others has been made out to be situational, God does not withhold his love and mercy from anyone. Therefore, we shouldn't too. Since we can't do it alone, we need him to flood our interior so we can externalize the love all around us and truly be the light that we are called to be. I pray you can apply this to your lives. I have a great hope that by accepting the true overflowing love of Christ, you can detach from the selfish mentality of this world and choose humility and grace. God is more than capable of transforming your heart into a heart you never believed you could carry. Believe in his power and grow close to his character so you can be inspired daily to be more like him. I know that in the midst of choosing God over your own thoughts, he will shape you to be like him in every situation. Be a living sacrifice that carries humility and grace. This is exactly how we are going to grow closer to Christ, is literally by always working towards being like him. So guys, in reality, I know the only way to reflect a heart like Christ is by knowing Christ and the only way we can know Christ is by actually attempting to get to know him through prayer, through reading the word. And I do not mean just a few minutes, I literally mean devoting your time, making it intentional to make space for God in your lives. 
So don't just pray for five minutes. Pray for as long as you can, even if it's not a special time in the day or a special time at night. Talk to him throughout your day. Do not be shy to grow close to God because this is the only way we will be able to develop a character that is like Christ. And it is such a beautiful character to carry. It's so amazing to recognize how different you are from the world as you grow closer to Christ. So I truly motivate you to go into your word, actually dive into the word and let it be something that softens your hearts, that gently molds your mind into a holy mentality. Not that it's perfect, but it's a mentality that carries grace and truth and humility because that is what we need in order to live our lives for Christ. Because despite the fact that we are not perfect, because of course we are nowhere near perfect, we will only be perfect in our eternity with God. But the only way to live for Christ is by chasing perfection, which is Him. So maintain that connection with Him and be so intentional with getting to know Him. Be intentional with actually learning about the fruit that you are going to inherit as you grow closer to Him. All about goodness, kindness, love, joy, gentleness, because that is what's going to be sown into your heart and sooner or later, that is what will be reflected through your actions. And that is such a powerful thing. The before and after, when you see before how you would react in a certain situation and now seeing after what Christ has done to your heart. It is such a beautiful, powerful thing that glorifies God. So please chase after God with all of your strength and Fight against your own desires. Fight against what is easier to dwell in because I know in any situation, it is easier to hold pride and just lift up in your own feelings and your own emotions. But trust me that even though it hurts to humble yourself, it hurts to carry grace at times when you feel like people don't deserve it. But the outcome is so much more edifying. It is so much more powerful and it molds you in a beautiful way. And again, it forms you into this light that we are called to be because we are called to be lights like Christ. So if you feel like your character is no different than the character that is accepted by this world, well then I motivate you to go get to know Christ so you can begin to reflect a heart like his. Amen. Amen. I thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. And I do want to remind you that I have a devotional that also came out today. It is going to be surrounded on anxiety and procrastinating. So I hope you guys can also, at some point, even if it is not right now after listening, that you can take a minute to go read that and maybe if it's something that you're struggling with feel free to contact me and I am here if you have any questions even if it's on this word if it's on 
the text that um, the podcast was kind of surrounded on, please feel free to contact me. I am always here. And I'm very, very excited to release more of these podcasts, but I do want to let you know that I do have programs coming up soon. Specifically, I have a Freedom from Pornography 21-day program that I cannot wait to release. Please be on standby for that and keep your eyes open because the release date is coming out very, very soon. So I'm going to pray for us to go. And yes, I thank you so much for listening if you've made it up until this point. Father God, I thank you so much for your mercy, for your grace. I thank you for surrounding your presence within this room, that you have met me where I am and you have spoken for me, God. I thank you for having mercy and for teaching me this so that I can spread this to the one who is listening, Father. I ask that you cover the one who is listening, that you cover their heart, you cover their mind, that you place your hand and you continuously mold them. Teach them how to live for you. Teach them how to worship you through how they live, through how they act with others, through how they speak. Father, allow yourself into their hearts so deeply that you begin to form their character in a way that only glorifies you, Father. We want nothing more than to worship you. We want nothing more than to grow deeper into your presence and discover what it is to carry humility and grace. We thank you, God, for this beautiful word, and we ask that you create fellowship within us that each of us that are listening, Father, you open the door that we are able to inspire one another and teach each other how to walk in humility and grace. Thank you, God, for your constant mercy. There is no way we can ever comprehend why you are so merciful. But Father, we accept your grace and your mercy with open arms, and we ask that you continue to reflect your character within our hearts, God. We thank you again for being so, so loving and for guiding us in the right direction. And in Jesus' powerful name, I pray all of this. Amen. All right, guys, so I thank you so much again for listening, and I am here always. I thank you for being so motivating for this ministry and I really pray for each and every one of you that this helps you seek a deeper relationship with Christ that you can grow in an intimacy that is so much deeper than you thought you could reach with God because he is the God of the universe and I know it is hard to comprehend what it is to have a relationship with him it's easy to have a superficial relationship with the God of the universe, but understand that he is a God who wants to be intimate with you. So please put your effort to and step into this and continuously take up your cross and be a living sacrifice for God. I encourage you to always turn away from your flesh and turn to Christ. The only way to reject our flesh and reject our own desires 
is by putting our focus on Christ. So I love you guys dearly and I cannot wait to see you in the next podcast. Have a beautiful rest of your day and you will hear from me soon. Thank you.